0: noise oh my god what was that sorry my mic uh bumper my protector thing hit hit another thing <laughs> i'm just over here op- opening pringles cans
1: <laughs> <laughs> i hear you can't stop once I've you've got started. a backpack full of pringles cans and i'm about to not stop
0: <laughs> <laughs> look we all know i've been in a very dark place and i am ready to pring. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's all I've got left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Allow my Pringles to pring.
1: Maybe my will to live is at the bottom of this can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> used to be four ordinary teens.
1: One, two, three, three, four. Lost this thing a liar. The dinosaurs are leading Boston's door winning the right hand. Oh my god, American boy sees the, the explosion. Oh! the bears who help them fight Mondagore. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the animated podcast about real cartoons. I'm Andy. I'm Austin. And I'm Rory.
0: And Rory's and the birthday boy.
1: He's a real I've... birthday boy. My my hunk stars have aligned, <laughs> <laughs> and I've gained one new <laughs> ring around my trunk. <laughs> Your hunk trunk,
2: <laughs>
1: hunk and, trunk. Uh,
0: So to honor to honor our boys' hunk trunk day, uh, we're doing a real day, special. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we we want to give him a little razzing you know, want to razz him a little bit, um, in the well, way no. fun friends do.
1: Well, we wanted what we've done is we've is we've uh we we went out shopping on the internet. And we uh, we've packaged him up some lovely gifts, and he doesn't know what they are. So I Uh, got to open these up on air. Yeah, you got to catch my surprise.
0: Yeah, (laughs) we're gonna give him some shows to watch. We all have to watch them. Yeah. Uh, So I guess their gifts are everybody. It's like it's a gift for the house, you know? Right. Uh, Right. It's like it's like buying
1: a washing machine and being like, "Here you go." No, that's for everyone. Right. Uh, uh, uh should I have like IMDB ready or will my gifts be self evident? I think they're going to be self evident. Okay. Uh maybe it maybe <laughs> <laughs> Austin maybe maybe I should go first? Sure. And then we'll and then we'll
0: have yours. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: I know what Austin's gift is, but he doesn't know what mine is. So no. Rory, for your gift for your birthday, your hunk birthday, uh I'm taking you back to the year 1991 and uh we're going to we're going to follow a little boy whose name is James Bond Jr. <laughs>
0: <Ooh>. <laughs> James Bond Jr is the
1: nephew of the famous international spy. Oh, he's not his a f- kid. No, he's the nephew, <laughs> but somehow he's James Bond Jr. Uh okay. Determined to follow in the footsteps of his famous uncle, James Jr. enrolls in Warfield, a prep school, and uh, does counterintelligence training in the UK, along with his schoolmates IQ, who is Q's grandson, and Gordo Leiter, the son of Agent Felix Leiter. And he fights against the organization known as SCUM, Saboteurs (laughs) and Criminals United in Mayhem. We're going to watch at least episode one of James Bond Jr.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Happy birthday, Rory.
0: Ooh, what a
1: treat! What a delicious treat for me to lap out of, lap out of this, out of this birthday tub. <laughs> <laughs> me oh, to lick what's... it out like a good little kitten. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: what's what's next in the tub? There's another couple lumps left in that tub. There's a couple lumps left. <laughs> a couple after lumps. lumps. And those those secret lumps are f- are for you, Rory, and they're from me. Um, and you're gonna. You're gonna to have to watch a show called Potato Head Kids. <laughs> Potato, Potato Head, Head Kids. Kids. Potato Head Kids. <laughs> uh, and you know what? You you would hate to watch one episode of Potato Head Kids, but you know what you'd hate even more is having to watch two episodes of Potato Head Kids. <laughs> and that's what you're gonna to have to do. Um, and what's po- Potato Head Kids? is an American television series that aired in 1985, made to pair with My Little Pony and Friends. Episode of My Little Pony was played for 15 minutes, and then an episode of Potato Head Kids, Moon Dreamers, or The Glow Friends was played. <laughs> did they call
1: the them Glow block, Friends like, ponies yeah. and Wait,
0: taters? Sh- right, but, but so The Potato Head Kids was an outgrowth of the Mr. Potato Head character franchise... Mr. Potato Head now played an adult figure in the lives of the title kids, a varied bunch of anthropomorphic potatoes with different personalities. The Potato Head kids do a lot of things in their life while also clashing with a gang of potato-hating delinquents led by Grease. And I might have gazed a little too far into the abyss when researching this show uh, because I watched a couple episodes Uh, to make sure I was finding the good ones. And this, this is, this is, this show is awful. Um, (laughs) so I think you're going to have a lot of fun with it. Uh, you're going to have to watch the episode, the episodes case of the fouled up Pharaoh and the, another episode called surfing potatoes
1: (laughs) is fouled spelled up the chicken way.
0: No, unfortunately.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. So, So, uh, Happy birthday to you, the song's in the public domain now. We won't have, get sued by anyone. Happy birthday to Rory. Ooh. That's a good one. Ooh, I think treats, that... Uh, treats from my trickiest friends. <laughs> I think that now now we have to uh we have to all uh scurry away and do a little
0: uh skitter back right. to
1: our darkness.
0: Yeah, yeah skitter back to our darkness so that like we can like the cartoon
1: week. roaches we are.
0: Yeah, so we'll come back. Uh, we'll go to cryo and wake up when we've watched these episodes and discuss them
1: after after they've been ingested through through the pod tubes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and then you'll hear what we all think about it.
1: It's it's going to take place over the course of the next uh, musical segue. Take it away, Kyle. Bond. James Bond. All right. We're back from our, uh, our our cartoony cryo sleep. We've watched the shows. We're going to talk about them cuz it is Rory's birthday. Still it's still Rory's birthday somehow. Time has passed, but through the magic of Tuesdays it's still Rory's birthday. Uh Every Tuesday is my birthday with <laughs> you guys.
0: Aww. A couple That's when we started the show. Sweet Pod Hunks. <laughs> cuz Rory lives in the land of infinite birthdays. <laughs>
1: And we just wanted to, to taste,
0: to drink deep of his waterfall.
1: You're actually yeah. aging
0: incredibly rapidly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we didn't believe him, but we saw his... My mate, bones uh, are turning to mush in front of my eyes. <laughs> the land of yeah, infinite birthday. Yeah, you just look
0: birthdays. like Ed Asner now.
1: <laughs> Cut it out. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're, we're watching, we, we, we're going to start with James Bond Jr. Uh, so we watched one episode of this. We watched The Beginning, which is the name of the first episode. And I've got a little blurb. En route to his new school, Warfield Academy, Bond Jr. is chased by Scum, who is interested in stealing the Aston Martin DB5. Hey, So I've got a quick question already. Yep. So when they say it on the show, it's like a, there's a British, I guess you just say affectation to the, to the way they say Warfield that I kind of heard it like a word, like a, like a name that didn't have meaning. But is it W A R? Just like literally called Warfield. Yeah, it's literally Warfield. Yeah. Yes. Oh boy, what a treat! What a what a what a a delicious phone it in name. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Uh, first off, I guess Rory, did you like my present? Uh, you know, I gotta say this one was quite. uh, It was enjoyable. Uh, I like (laughs) scum (laughs) lord. Uh, I I like the rude dude. I'm always a fan of rude dudes showing up way out of context. <laughs> and, and this this uh, uh, yeah, we'll get to go out. this show about about teen spies in a super secret you know boarding school has an unexplained rude dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, Andy, did you have any other synopsis you wanted to get through, or is that it? Uh no, though. <laughs>
1: though i mean that's all i really had but but seeing as we probably won't get to uh there's no there's no delicate way to bring this up i just thought this was interesting and since it's rory's birthday i want to talk about things that he finds boring um so the the voice of the, the voice of james jr's name is cory burton and he's yeah. got he's got a huge resume uh and the things that I, he was Brainiac in all the DC animated universe shows. He was Hugo Strange in the Batman Arkham games. And he was uh, he played, did a bunch of Clone Wars voices. Uh, yeah, I was looking at that. Dooku and Cad Bane. So yeah, he's
0: done a bunch of Christopher Lee parts from different yeah. things. Yeah, <laughs> he
1: just he gets, gets Christopher Lee's cartoon work.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which is also weird because uh, and so our, our lead guy, James Bond Jr. in this actor, his British accent is
1: awful. It's not good. <laughs> it
0: makes me want to die when I listen to it. it I mean, none of them in the show are very good. It causes me physical pain. It causes me physical pain to listen to him talk. And it's and not good.
1: There's like 60 episodes of this show.
0: Yeah. Woof. Uh. uh so, I, Andy, I, I demand to know why you chose this show.
1: Okay. Uh. This, I love, I love the this sort of, Brutal pillaging of good properties for terrible entertainment. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: I'm a I'm a big fan of that kind of crap. Uh, I I definitely like watched those Ghostbusters shows when I was a kid, and they're definitely not good. And uh, you know that that sort of thing appealed to me. I didn't really know this existed until I started digging, and then I watched the part of the first episode, and I got uh, I got right up until. Our rude dude showed up, and I was like, "I know that this is what we have to give to Rory." Uh, Scumlord, Scumlord performs my favorite, like, angry guy uh, fist wave when he throw he throws his hat on the ground and stomps on it, <laughs> which is, is sort of uh, you know out of context, but it's just such a it's such a ludicrous way to to express anger that has become you know rote with how many times it's been done.
0: Yeah, he's kind of a purple mummy, Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> he is he? a mummy. He's a
1: Oh God. All right. Let's let's start let's start talking about the, the content of, of the, the, episode. the plot yeah. of the show. Sure. So, so we open up on James Bond Jr. driving through the rolling hills of England, <laughs> I uh, guess. inexplicably being chased by Scumlord and his goons. Yeah. Uh, Is he
0: actually in England though?
1: Well, I guess I haven't it's unclear, seen... but it's 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 a very English countryside vibe. And yeah. if you're if it's not England, then it's a little bit disingenuous. I think it, but, I think Warfield is supposed to be in England. So, yeah, I think that's where they are.
0: It's just you can really tell that this is an American production by how low effort the Englishness is of, of all right. of it. That's, that's oh, yeah. a fair
1: point. But in the in those in this opening sequence, it's England, I think. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Pretty on a unobstructed but they they don't they don't waste any time at all before they just start pulling out the bullshit because like 10 seconds in the car that's chasing him like opens up and there's a laser gun and it just starts pew pew pew, pewing and we realize what kind of show we're watching
0: Mm -hmm. yeah they're good about that
1: (laughs) uh and then his aston martin turns into a plane and he His flies Aston away. Aston Martin, which they make very clear as an Aston Martin about 20 times this episode. Yeah, they do. That he drives an Aston Martin, which I guess is easier than having to, like, actually animate a good-looking car. Is just drill <laughs> it in that the name is, is of value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it, you know, Bond, the the Uncle Bond. Uncle Bond. Uncle Jim. Uh, <laughs> the same-name person is my uncle. Uncle, <laughs> uncle Jim uh, Uncle Jim is famous for owning Jimmy B. Aston Martins. So, Jimmy like, B. Yeah, Jimmy they could have called him the Jimmy Bond Junior. and uh, <laughs> James Bond and Jimmy Bond Junior. <laughs> Jimmy Bond Junior. Uh, John Bond Junior. The thing John? that I uh, <laughs> John Bond. Hello, I'm John Bond Junior. Uh, oh man, the, I
0: love shot through the heart. <laughs> And you're to blame, you give love a bad name. I don't know the the actual, it's that song. That it's one. a great one.
1: Uh, the thing that I've, I sort of thought about a lot while, we're, while I was watching this episode is that they've really gone out of their way to do two opposing things at the same time. They're They're making it really clear to us all the time that this is not James Bond. But then Mm -hmm. they make it incredibly obvious that he's literally just James Bond. He's everything James Bond is, except he's not James Bond.
0: Yeah, he could have effectively been, this could have just been young James Bond or, you know, you you change some of the, you rearrange some of the superficial stuff and it's, you know, it's just James Bond.
1: There's a weird scene that, I don't, okay, so, so out of all the product plays that they're not afraid to do, there is a scene where um, we meet we meet Q's is it Q's son or nephew whatever whatever grandson his grandson okay so this character IQ is our is our Q stand in mm-hmm. and he's got this little you know watch gizmo that's a just a James Bond gadget and the watch gizmo shoots a. N- a knockoff fruit from a tr- like there's a this is a there's a fruit tree that doesn't exist in reality. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like supposed weird, to be like, it's like an a apple? weird pepper. It looks it's a like a pepper. pepper.
0: <laughs> it's a weird from the pepper tree, <laughs> from, from the English pepper tree. <laughs> I'm starving. I sure could use a an English pepper from the pepper tree. Russell went out from the from the garden. Young <laughs> missile James. went away for me. <laughs> Science man,
1: <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so yeah, so they, he he enrolls. he's so he flies his stupid car uh, and and makes a real like Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets entrance to Warfield.
0: Yeah, which, to the first day of class, which has about four students.
1: Very exclusive.
0: Yeah, it's a and, very exclusive school, and they're just all for spy legit
1: kids. grownups. Like these kids yeah. are teenagers, <laughs> but they look about twenty eight.
0: yeah yeah that's definitely true if they're on all of his friends are horrific let's be clear they're yeah they're 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 horrible they're bad Uh, to look at
1: so james bond jr's room so he got his roommate who's iq q's grandson and then there's uh there's gordo who we wanted to talk about uh gordo Leiter, who's another you know his dad works with James Bond.
0: Right, Felix.
1: Felix Leiter. And Gordo is the most out of place thing in, in the whole Gordo's show. Gordo's
0: about as Gordo as you can get.
1: <laughs> he took a wrong turn at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and ended up in this cartoon. Uh it he's is out of place, but he's aptly named. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, he's really he's definitely a Gordo. Uh
1: Another another fun fact that you might actually enjoy, Rory, is that uh, the the Jan Rabson who does Gordo's voice uh, played Tetsuo in the Akira, uh, Akira dub. I Whoa. do enjoy that fact. <laughs>
0: That's incredible.
1: So the rude dude, the rude the rude dude is Tetsuo. Is... <laughs>
0: Damn. Oh.
1: Also, the rude Gordo's me first of, Well, move. I guess it, it goes. It's the other way around. But the um the imaginary hunks uh Mabel's oh, imaginary from Hunks from Gravity, Gravity Falls. Falls. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: that's absolutely a a connection there. Um yeah, they definitely have the same color scheme. It's that
1: you the know neon
0: neon 90s uh he's also has a very strange mullet. Yeah. It's like a it's like a full dapper bowl cut and then there's like a mullet just strapped on back for good measure. And and, and the musculature
1: beautiful. of a uh Mr. Universe, uh, mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: Yeah. Yeah, his very first move is to, like, cowabunga a lunch tray down the stairs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for no real reason. Uh, We've got to find out he's a dude. That's true. we got to know. <laughs> he's a
0: dude who loves to, like, rip it and have a good time. <laughs> he hangs ten. Yeah. He's also, yeah, again... I think we should just have a tally of all the people who aren't English in this show. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think there are fewer English mm-hmm. folks than there are Americans.
1: I think That's you might be right. You're
0: And again, it's that like American nature of it where they have to continuously pepper in American voices just to make sure kids aren't like confused that they're watching, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Am I watching a foreign show? A
0: foreign show so i was actually expecting james bond to have an american accent james bond jr jbj that would actually have
1: been an interesting angle i mean kind of like a kingsman vibe like yeah let's take this uh, let's take a james bond and americanize him and 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 then his 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 american nephew yeah it's still (laughs) it's still got that uh that like heavy heavy pillaging of, of ip that we were talking about Mm-hmm. But at least it approaches it from a unique angle and doesn't just kind of try to jam in something into a different box, like take James Bond and just try to make it teens.
0: Yeah, right. I'm sure there was a, there was a producer pitch to, like, have him be American. And somebody was like, maybe because this was officially licensed by United Artists and the, all the rights holders for the James Bond franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They probably had to sign off on it. We're like, no, he's got to be English. And so they that American voice actor they cast were like, "All right, man. <laughs> you know, do your best.
1: Well, and I also think the the reason that they didn't age everyone down and have it just be like like a young Indiana Jones scenario and just be mm-hmm. young James Bond is because they wanted to use all the recognizable villains, and it just starts getting dumb if young James Bond is fighting young or at Goldfinger.
0: Yeah, like, no, that's a good point.
1: like shit just starts being like muppet babies, and uh, yeah.
0: Although but yeah. they use jaws,
1: but they've but that's not jaws jaws. They 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 have still kind of cartoonized the the character. I mean, on paper it seems like it's supposed to be jaws jaws, but they've yeah, I mean they've given him like a full metal jaw and pointy shark teeth. <laughs>
0: yeah, he does look like a street shark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so that we have we have two other characters that we meet. We get uh Tracy, the daughter of the headmaster, uh who is American, but his her dad is super British. Yeah, so that, don't think about question. it too hard. Don't think about it. And then we get... Uh, and she's uh, immediately, she is immediately, like, just a, just a, a, a pinup girl. Yep. Like, her character yeah, is to be a pinup, like, and she's, and she's got, she's so 80s and, and, and junky, but, like, we don't learn anything about her. No, no.
0: Yeah, she was damseled before she even walked in the room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, then... She, then there's another character who has even less character. We get Phoebe, whose only trait is that she's Tracy's best friend, right? But she's a massive dork. Like that's, she's, a, she's a she's a big dork. I mean, she talks she's got, like a big dork, and she's got she's got uh, Sailor Moon. She's got a Sailor Moon boner for our for our, that's our lead man. She's trying I mean, to touch his hunk who parts. Wouldn't? <laughs> who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to rub those jean those gene snakes? <laughs> <laughs> did you say jean snakes and then make it plural <laughs> yeah, one for each pant leg <laughs>
0: oh okay
1: it's his legs i was worried that he yeah. had like a hydra scenario downstairs
0: yeah i mean he could his rattlesnake He's trap on junior <laughs> you know if i saw that i would be shaken but not stirred
1: i'd be pretty stirred um yeah uh, and then the final the final character we meet that I really need to to highlight real fast is uh, a really n- <laughs> is narky Trevor upper Noseworthy? class British boy this is named this English Tom <laughs> yeah. Trevor Nosworthy the fourth. <laughs> I could
0: not stop laughing every time Trevor was on screen when Trevor Knowsworthy is going but down.
1: It's, man, it's it's it's. It's always funny when people have a gem and completely, mi- <laughs> like, miss the mark on it. Like, they always call him noseworthy. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor is such a funnier name. <laughs> if these guys were constantly foiled by a guy named Trevor.
0: <laughs> oh, James Bourne Jr. I'll get you, James.
1: Yeah, he's got a real pompous British accent, like the way no one really talks in real life.
0: Yeah. And he's like a 40 year old man. He's straight up (laughs) pushing 45 and he's, you know, he's wearing
1: like, he's wearing like, like gray sweater vests and bow ties and coiffed hair. And he's tall. And yeah, yeah. he's a real Tucker Carlson of a, of a father. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's kind of incredible how like he's kind of the best parody of like Eighties slobs versus snobs comedy. Right. Uh like he's if this was a entirely parody show, it would be hilarious. And, yeah, and the but fact it, that it, he it, still it, is there is just it, Yeah. It's yeah, it's right out of the playbook and it's hilarious. Um
1: okay, so we can kinda we can kinda I mean the plot is not incredibly exciting in this one. I mean no, on, on paper at all, Skimwood wants to steal the Aston Martin. Because of it's sweet, it's because it's Cause a sweet ride. Apparently, an well, like EMP a, in it that will well, yeah, it was, erase all the computers. It, did, it, it never had the EMP, as as we're told. Yeah, right. Which is like, I guess they wanted to get out of having to animate it any more than they've already. Like, <laughs> yeah, already snaked their way out of having to do any. Yeah, real Yeah, it was work. a
0: really weird cop out. Um, also, it's a cartoon we can't show. Forget- Just give it its.
1: Give it an EMP at all? We already had like a really weird trans, like plane transformation. Yeah,
0: yeah. Jaws also punched a tree in half, and I don't yeah, want to like, like, like a straight, gloss like over a that straight
1: hard dude.
0: <laughs> he's just he's grumpy, and he punches he's a tree a- <laughs> in half, and the top of the tree lands on the car that Scumlord is in, and he's yes, yeah, Scumlord
1: know. was not appropriately miffed about having his car crushed by a tree by his <laughs> by his from his goons, uh, you know display of of outrage
0: yeah yeah uh, i like think he that, does want to delete all the computers yeah great
1: yeah he wants to f- screw up england real hard so that scum can take over and if and so that we don't all forget scum stands for saboteurs and criminals united in mayhem <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's a good that's a good acronym organization
1: uh, i kind of like it i kind i mean and I'm for, it, it. As, as far as like goofy ass you know acronyms uh it fits, no the, it fits the tone of of the of the topic
0: material. It is worse than Specter, eh? Arguably, <laughs>
1: <laughs> eh? Okay, but I want to I want to highlight uh, the uh, this Jaws at one point picks up the Aston Martin and starts eating it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every just, like, scene real. with Jaws was pretty great. <laughs>
0: Taking a hungry man bites out of the fender or the bumper yeah he wired the car with his <clears throat> teeth at one point too
1: and I, then James bond jr punches him with the car's ramrod <laughs> which is just a basic it's almost uh, a punching glove on a spring just shy
0: yeah it's just shy it's of a, doing that. like one step away from that level of of the like goober and the ghost chasers sort of weird hong kong foo um slapstick but they they try to ground it a little bit
1: oh, only a little
0: only a little
1: um the 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 sort of the major the major like plot points that happen so james gets on house arrest for some reason he can't leave the school and then they find out there's a package waiting for him at the post office from his uncle which of course has been a scum fake plot or whatever to get him out of the school i feel like we've adequately ruined any chance of telling this story in chronological order no no yeah. I, I was i was almost done because the rest of it oh, is, okay i'm sorry i just meant no yeah it's, go ahead it's completely point like the the episode just like they get to the post office jaws steals their car they chase jaws they get on a plane and they jump off the plane and there it is like, there's some fighting on the way and some pointless character dialogue that is, I mean, kind of enjoyable from moment to moment. Like, how bad it is and, and just sort of finding which, which like, new avenue they'll go down to, to try and be like James Bond, but a little colorful and a little, you know, flashy Worse. kid. But, yeah, I fully felt like this entered the... Um the the deliciously awful realm of cartoons and it mm-hmm. didn't dirtle in in like painful no uh, no definitely painful obscurity it, it's a it's a true treat. Yeah. Uh I was yeah, I mean I was a I was a big fan of our our Angry Shark Hunk uh <laughs> just so good. Just chomping on that car. I think that was probably yeah. the best moment of the episode for me.
0: I don't know man. I think Gordo scenes are always pretty good. <laughs> Gordo Gordo especially especially when he
1: uh he he uh sprays he sprays Trevor out of that tree. Yeah. Tre- Trevor <laughs> Trevor's sneaking around in this tree trying to get the scoop on James Bond Jr. when <laughs> Gordo spies him and and gives him a real spritz.
0: Yeah. At one point he refers to something as yuckola. <laughs> <laughs> Which I liked a lot Yeah Also um, um, When James So James is like Trying to rescue What's her name from the spaceship Tracy. Or from the airplane And Jaws surprises them And they make some crack about Him being on an airplane And then he responds with Frankly I don't find stewardess Is very attractive <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I just <laughs> what show that is, is so much to unpack. Yeah, what from show that... is there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> yes, you're correct, Rory. Like, not only is it really upsetting and sexist, uh, it's just. I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> Rory. Yes, sir. How do you feel?
0: How do you uh, plead? Do you, I like I said
1: I like this one. I, I I found it a pretty. I mean, we didn't do a whole special, so I wasn't subjected to watching three. Yeah. But one, one was pretty good. I I agree. And especially if if there was um a curated list of some heavy Gordo and and uh, <laughs> some Gordo episode and and a Trevor episode, I'd be pretty into it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, see if they stick it to old (laughs) Noseworthy.
1: Trevor! Trevor! (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Well, you opened my present. You tore all all that wrapping paper off. Uh, I think uh, maybe it's time for a sponsor.
0: Yeah, I think we should go to our sponsors.
1: Austin, would you do us a favor and read The copy for our brand new sponsor, jump plates. Jump
0: plates. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. J u m p space p l a t e s. (laughs) Those are the two words, I believe. I okay. Yeah, I'm just making sure because I have like three different ad copies here. There's junk plates, jump plates, (laughs) gem plates. Uh, so jump plates is uh, a, a new kind of silverware revolution. and by silverware I sort of mean like you know uh, dishes and cutlery and, and and not necessarily knives and forks, but like plates uh, like in your in your dishes like dishes. yeah that's what I, I yeah. Think,
1: I think we're all on board. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you so far described <laughs> what so, plates are you have even told us that right so you know what plates are now get ready for jump plates um, which are like are you tired of not being able to do like a nice double somersault springboard off of your plate off of your plates I know I am yes Every time, every time I want to do a back handspring, I'm like, man, what's up with this plate? (laughs) What's up with this plate being made of ceramic, being made of the 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 brittlest materials and known to man? Like, it's not right that something that you use all the time and want to do handsprings off of should break so easily. (laughs) So jump plates are made of thick, uh, thick, moistened rubber. Uh, that allow you to both cradle your food and give you the hoist that you need uh, to earn all tens at the next uh, the next Olympics that you're in and Boy, that's wee. how do you <laughs> buy them uh, you just uh, dial six numbers and those numbers are 621126 two, one, one, two, six. And dial them into what? You you <laughs> dial them uh, into a into a uh, to a radial radial saw, <laughs> and uh, once you get the measurements right, you will cut yourself a jump plate from oh. uh, enough enough rubber. And that's, that's actually great. Actually, where you get it.
1: So great. who's our sponsor then? <laughs> Is jump, if, that's if, jump plates jump plates the concept was our sponsor but you make them at home
0: yeah I mean you that the number I gave out that's just one of the many like settings measurements set for a your, possible right, jump plate right but if you, you want to pay them you sort of give them some money and then they'll send you the right measurements those were dummy measurements I have to again restate not the real ones and they'll give you their own six numbers that are just right for the jump plate. That'll give you that hoist. Give you that hoist. Jumpplates. dot
1: I gotta say that was a pretty great birthday present from me to me.
0: <laughs> Watching you drown <laughs> for five minutes. I've had about feels (laughs) like appropriate punishment for what I had to sit through. I've had about five hours of sleep for the last two weeks consistently, um, but I don't think that showed.
1: (laughs) No, it was a brilliant masterpiece (laughs) in advertising. Think so? I'm sold. Okay.
0: Potato. That's that's my lead-in for <laughs> <laughs> for Potato Head Kids. This was a show in 1986 that came out when My Little Pony needed some like bumper shows. Uh, and what we got was Potato Head Kids. Hasbro sort of coughed this up out of their out of their loins, and they <laughs> needed to sell. Mr. Potato Head, I guess, and came up with this horrifying story of uh, of vegetable children um, that sort of run and scream and wreck general havoc across the world. And uh, <laughs> I, I just, I came across this on a list of uh, of bad shows that nobody would mourn. And I, I think I was.
1: Are you implying that you got Rory a bad present?
0: Yeah, I did.
1: <laughs> just I looked did. up a list of bad <laughs> bad presents and got one. <laughs> you searched bad gifts for Rory's.
0: I, I did. I bad did. Gifts bad gifts for bad boys. <laughs> once I was deep in that, um, I just wanted to make you suffer. I think it was. I think I was halfway through a song talking about playing r- a game of rummy with an actual mummy <laughs> that I knew this was a good show for Rory. So um, I, I've i given you Potato Head Kids and two episodes, Case of the Fouled Up Pharaoh and Surfing Potatoes.
1: So how and did you enjoy them, Rory?
0: I got to say they were not good.
1: <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, no one.
0: This is devastating to me.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the thing is is this wasn't just a bad show. It's also like a show for babies.
0: <laughs> it, it's a bad it was show. Kind of
1: like kind of like watching a an 80s Teletubbies. Well, it's yeah. it's also like it's not even its own show. It's a bad show. It's a show for babies and it's like the and friends of Garfield and friends that no one came for but your your TV's still on so I guess I'll watch it. Yeah, right. yeah. And no. in a way, in a way, the um the ten minutes, like the time length kind of prevented it from even, even being so I guess I guess the point I was gonna make is that like with a 20 minute uh episode of Kid Video, which is as as lunatic as Potato Head Kids, like the level of nonsense, nonsensical action and actions with no consequences and yeah. things just happening sure. randomly. At least after a while, like insane, the, the, the level of insanity kind of reaches peak uh, peak nonsense that it kind of becomes fun. Right. And with I, and 10 I minutes, you thought, can't even get there. It's just I never stuff thought happens I'd say and then it this ends.
0: about potato about kid video, but kid video had standards.
1: <laughs> it did. It also had characters. It did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Potato Head Kids doesn't even have a consistent number of characters in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, these these children sort of fluctuate in number between six and fifteen at any given frame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only the only constant one there's the there's the nerdy girl potato, and then there's the cowboy potato. Right, those are the ones but, that you actually notice. I think yeah, that's his Spud. Name's Spud.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, I have a synopsis for uh, our first episode, Case of the Fouled up Pharaoh. Uh, The Potato Head kids have to do a school report on Egypt, but end up locked in the museum being pursued by a spooky Egyptian specter, a (laughs) dog-faced man. Um, And then these, you know, horrible vegetable children culturally appropriate their way through a museum uh, and destroy it.
1: Yes. That's true, that's actually a very good description of the episode austin
0: yeah that yeah. that 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 uh, that about covers the action yeah um, the so theme song th- has been my hell for the last two weeks <laughs> <laughs> uh it's I think it would put cars for kids on a run for its money as far as just like brain destroying like Lovecraft in horror. Um that thing <laughs> <Skape>? is in there for good. I'm gonna I'm gonna live with this theme song for the rest of my life. And I'm trying to accept <laughs> that. Fact, but it's not going away. I've put this in upon me. I've put this mummy's curse uh <laughs> upon my body. And I will never <laughs> I will there will be years from now I will scream at night. Wake up in <laughs> a cold sweat. Knowing nothing but Anubis go go sits potatoes, everyone potato head kids having so much fun go go potato that's that's it for me <laughs> that's it
1: um so there's a there's a crucial thing that we should we should mention uh the the kids are all students in this like little schoolhouse that Mrs. Potato Head runs right uh you know these little tater tots uh if you will mm uh, and they they have to make a rep- a report on this Egyptian exhibit, but only half of them have to do it like right now. She's just a huge yeah. dick. She's like, all right, half of you get to have a whole week to make your report, and half of you have to give your report tomorrow. Have fun.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a terrible move.
1: It's real brutal you establish a society.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're also living in a society where humans and potatoes coexist. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess some sort of uneasy truce between the, the large potato people and the humans. <laughs> as far Do the as I know.
1: Ever just get hungry?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um and as far as I know, the potatoes are the only type of, you know, uh sentient vegetable living in this world.
1: <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen carrot people. No. Uh but and as as Austin sort of Illustrated earlier at the very beginning of this segment, they when they all get excited at like on cue they all just yell potato. Uh, That's their
0: fun <laughs> catchphrase.
1: Like they rehearsed it.
0: Yep. Or they have a hive mind.
1: <laughs> That's why there's no characters. They're all they're all just one potato kid mass.
0: Right. Or a mash, if you will. I won't. <laughs> okay. I will
1: not. <laughs> um. So what? What did you guys like about this episode? Right, I mean, they they get into all these shenanigans in the museum because they just they go on this like almost uh, montagey. Let's see all the exhibits in the museum, and they like end up in an igloo and on a a pyramid and in like samurai armor and whole all this other crap. And it just seemed like a lot for a ten minute episode. I I yeah, I don't really have a lot of comments. Positive or negative, like it, it just sort of is this, you know, I talked about this sort of middling mediocrity, like it it just doesn't inspire a lot of commentary from me. Um I, I kind of dig like goofy mummy stuff, but they didn't really <laughs> even have, you know, that that's sort of that's sort of something I could have sunk my teeth into, but they don't really even have very much mummy stuff for a, a Curse of a Mummy episode. There's, it's mostly just running around a museum touching gold. <laughs> <laughs> How much gold can we touch? Well, and they... there's this spooky Anubis uh, character that keeps chasing them around the museum. And we've met no the other characters face. in this episode other than the, the very angry and mean museum curator. So, like, I don't even think a four-year-old would be fooled into, like... They'd be like, "Oh, that's a museum curator." I've watched an yeah. episode of Scooby Doo. I know what's happening. I, yeah. I guess uh, coming into this cold, yeah, it, it is. A, it is an obvious Scooby Doo ending where it's like they unmask him, but you know, I, the reality of this show is was not set in not set in our world. These are potato children. <laughs> I, I was not looking to inspect whether Anubis was real. Okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's fair that's, that's fair. very like fair. when he's yeah when he's unmasked it's as expected as one of like if you would took the face off one of those potato kids and it was <laughs> like a, it was like a beat boy like I, I don't know the rules so why is why is why is so we should have weirder the pilot than first? potato monsters yeah <laughs> oh you're right you're you're so right um we do get Mr. Potato Head as well, like the title character like the regular normal potato head guy. Yes, Is he man. Like we know and really love huge. He's like the size of a person. Yeah. yeah. Well <laughs> and he's like head of museum security, I guess.
0: Yeah, it, I mean he's he's museum security. There's not
1: It's just Mr. Potato Head.
0: And he doesn't do a great job because he just takes the mummy vitamins. <laughs> even even before he got turned into a mummy, um <laughs> he, you know, these kids were all over the goddamn place. They were on the GD place like picking up shit and dropping it and knocking things around. There should have been way more like velvet ropes and glass cases. If these are these priceless artifacts, <laughs>
1: Sorry, I'm just imagining Mr. Potato Head's performance review after this, and someone like his boss is like, Look, this was terrible. He's like, I got turned into a mummy. And the guy goes, Yeah, but even Mr. Potato Head, even before you got turned into a mummy, (laughs) I just that that (laughs) phrase is terrifying that I'm even saying it with my mouth.
0: (laughs) And are they his kids? I don't know. Are they all his kids? All his kids.
1: Are there other potato <laughs> couples that have little little offspring? Little rootlings? little, little I don't know. Little fry babies? This,
0: the only adults in this world right now are the couple, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. And we know two of those kids are, are real hot for each other.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
0: So I'd like to believe <laughs> we live <laughs> in a world of potato, potato genetic diversity. But,
1: <laughs> but again, I don't I, we don't now. know how this world works. <laughs> right. Well, I um, think new potatoes just sprout out of potatoes. I don't know that they need to. That they need to touch their tongues. They that's need a, to that, find
0: a sprout partner.
1: That's, <laughs> that's a little macabre, actually.
0: Find my sprout maiden.
1: <laughs> when I die and rot, a new potato child will spring forth from my corpse.
0: Wow. So maybe Mr. Potato Head is their like older brother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much I don't know how much we're gonna be able to, to talk too much specifically about this one, but it did I did get really mad at you, Austin. Uh, oh, oh, this one worked a little bit more than the Surfs Up one. That it, one yeah. was one that did, didn't even have a plot. It's just potatoes on on a water. Hey, spoilers. Well, <laughs> well the, the reason I got mad at Austin was not just because he gave us this episode to watch or the these two, was that in the middle the potato head kids broke out into song.
0: They do do that. Yes. And they sing some
1: shitty song about imagining how if they're all the king of the Nile and it just involves like having boats and playing tiddlywinks with Sphinx and like
0: it's. And it playing a game of rummy with an actual mummy.
1: <laughs> it offends. <laughs> it, it offended me, Austin. You have offended me.
0: It's it's atrociously offensive. <laughs> This like the amount of cultural appropriation in this episode, the indelicate nature that they basically just crash their way through the entire museum the whole time with no regard for like, hey, that's priceless. You should watch out. It's just these just hungry little monsters just (laughs) crush this place.
1: (laughs) And then they yell their species when they get happy.
0: Yeah. As they take a, a Viking longboat and run it down the stairs. They go Um, and crash it. Yell "potato" in glee as they destroy a bunch of Roman sculptures.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna start yelling. Gall to start
0: putting helmets on them. (laughs) It's bad. It's very bad. Also, when they catch the dog face man, when they (laughs) when they (laughs) when they catch the curator, um, I think he darkened his skin. He's got like a a light head, and then. Uh, yeah, is... that's
1: that's fair. I I I took it to be a, a costume. I also and, but, I also think so. But examining examining the the nature of the costume, you're not wrong. That's probably what he did. But I, I don't yeah. think that. I think, I think that can be certainly be chalked up to lazy animating and and weak writing. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, look, he was gonna steal a priceless necklace. I mean, I think we can throw like cultural insensitivity on top of that pile and i think there's no skin off our nose
1: yeah but i think that also uh, uh an in-depth scholarly analysis of cultural insensitivity and in potato head kids is sort of <laughs> <laughs> perhaps beyond the, the the scope or ability of this podcast we uh, can try damn it or perhaps the human race
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> human um <Humans. laughs> uh, sh- should we talk about surfing potatoes
0: Let's do, let's we can do it. We could try.
1: We could try. Okay, do you have a blurb for this one, too?
0: I do. I wrote a blurb for this one. Surfing potatoes, our next episode. Uh, the horrible vegetable children go to the beach <laughs> only to find themselves locked in a gang battle with Grease and his Fury Road war boys, and they surf <laughs> or something.
1: That's true. There's a lot of or something that happens. Yeah. Um, but I think the most important thing in the whole episode is that they save a dolphin at the very beginning in a sequence that lasts maybe 10 seconds.
0: Yeah. Because it's a it, very quick dolphin scene.
1: In a strange moment of trying to tie everything up in a circle, later at the very end of the episode, when they get attacked by a shark, the dolphin shows up and brings all of his friends and beats up the shark thanks. and thanks. And
0: everybody gets to high five a dolphin. <laughs> they
1: all high five a dolphin. <laughs> Um
0: that is my favorite part of this episode. And then yell potato. Everybody high fiving a dolphin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god. Um Yeah. So what what would you say is the, the real I mean there's there's things that happen. We've yeah. got these kids these kids. This this kid named Grease and his three shitty friends, and they've got dirt bikes, and they just they, they really hate the potato head kids, but they're also really really bad at being bullies
0: they are yeah um so first of all mr potato head drives them all to the beach uh in a a car in a car that again depending on the frame has you know four kids in the car or in you know and then about 28 kids get out of the car (laughs) And I think we need to really figure out what kind of like spatial dampening they just spring or forth like from reality potato distorting font. potato car, the car of holding, yeah. Because yeah, again, he's the one driving them, I think they're his children, I think so too. So
1: That's we gotta, creepy,
0: we gotta figure that out. That's creepy, and I hate it. Um, <laughs> but then, um, they save a dolphin, and then Grease and his gang, you know, ride up shiny and chrome. Uh, upon their sandcastles <laughs> because the daily bubble the bubble <laughs> is the having daily a Bubel. sand sand castle con- contest ah. and uh, someone's going to take a picture so they start making sandcastles and grease and the grease gang destroy their <laughs> sandcastles and then the potato head kids get real mad and ensnare the children in their trap <laughs>
1: And then there's just a series of of little challenges. They try and fuck up the volleyball game the Potato kid kids are playing. And then it all just ends up with them declaring a surf-off.
0: Well, but that's right. Okay. They declare a surf-off. And then we begin that classic song, Surfing Potatoes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're surfing potatoes. Do you think every episode has a song? Yes. I, yes. I almost guarantee you now, having seen <laughs> yeah. two that there is a song in every episode, yeah. That's a serving big thing potatoes, to commit to. Like
0: fair... Serving potatoes. I, I that's
1: there is a lyrical the there's there's a, a lyrical anomaly. I wanted to, to to sort of bring up as a question. Okay. Oh, uh, the first line of surfing Potatoes" goes, "We're surfing potatoes, every spud and girl." <laughs>
0: okay. <Do> they... <laughs> All right. Let's no. Let's unpack that right here. <laughs> but
1: what is that? It's... Do they? But there's one of them that's named Spud.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's very offensive.
1: Oh, guy's a name. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like <laughs> it's like the equivalent of being named Guy, but then they don't have a term for girl potatoes. It's just girl.
0: Just girl. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just put a bow. What on would it, it be? Or It'd be a,
1: a Spud and. Um, <laughs> what would we? What would be a an a non non unoffensive girl potato name? What's, let's call, let's name it.
0: A French, French fry. Uh,
1: what what are some potato terms? Like, russet, Scalloped. scal julienne, uh, waffle fries.
0: <laughs> waffle? <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah. There's I nothing. Think we've, yeah. I think we've uh, mined this, this potato mine for all weekend. Well, we
1: can Great. We went to the potato mine and we mined for potatoes. And, and <laughs> turns out what we found were potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And all I got were these dang potatoes. <laughs> another motherfucking potato. Uh, so, yeah, we're serving potatoes. Every spud and girl serving potatoes, riding on a curl.
0: They do. Like, they do love those crunchy waves. <laughs> They're definitely in search of those good crunchy waves, which I do respect.
1: I do too. And they're really good at surfing. I don't know. Actually, I don't know that there's a lot of drama in this show because it turns out that the Potato Head kids are good at everything that they attempt.
0: Yeah. potato. Also, potatoes are naturally buoyant, so um, <laughs> not much danger there of of sinking. Actually, I don't know if that's true. Potatoes have a lot of water in them. They probably... Austin, uh, you,
1: you can't just make up science facts. <laughs> Um,
0: I mean, you could go bobbing for potatoes.
1: The well, maybe you could. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, the the straws here. No, no, no. We can get through this. It's fine. Uh, do it. The, and any through. can we find out live on air? Do potatoes float? <laughs> <laughs> No.
0: We're trying, people. We're trying real hard. <laughs> go
1: to Yahoo Answers. <laughs> okay, I'm Googling it right now. Okay. Do potatoes.
0: We <laughs> need to leave our viewers with something here. <laughs> okay, least, okay, we, at okay. At least we're going to learn
1: something. Uh, okay. Potatoes sink in regular water, but they'll float in salt water or sugar water. Boom.
0: <laughs> fucking boom.
1: So potatoes will float in the sea in the briny in sugar sea. Sugar water. Oh, yeah, salt water or sugar water. The briny sea will do do potatoes float?
0: <laughs> Good.
1: <laughs> Good. The mistress of the ocean will float a potato. Uh now the only big thing that happens at the end is, aside from the aforementioned shark attack and dolphin destruction. Uh is that, it's often destruction. Is that Greece, Greece, uh goes out after they've... Somehow, th- these Potato Head kids have a really good knowledge of the sea and its dangers and riptides. And they're like, nope, it's now dangerous. And Greece goes out anyway. And then they all go and they save his life uh, in the midst of a shark attack. Uh, which I thought I was pretty there good. There I is, there is something that we have skimmed over that needs to be mentioned. Okay. What's that? Okay, well, they don't have surfboards, uh, not like the kids have. The grease and his kids have what look like regular surfboards, and the potato head kids look like they're using potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> oh, I want that to be true so bad. Oh
1: no! Yeah, now I'm seeing. Now I'm seeing that they're on regular surfboards again. But when they go get them off the from the from the beach, they carry out little little. Tam discs that are curved god i wish that they had been able to do that i mean i know it raises weird like <laughs> flesh of another questions yeah <laughs> uh, but at least have fun with the material yeah yeah i mean it'd be like if we had a sport where we rode on the bones it's like b- bone riding
0: <laughs> you would shred on shred on the bone skeleton rider. of your old friend <laughs> i i awoke And was reborn as the Bone Rider. My (laughs) rollerblades were made of other people's feet bones. (laughs) Bone Rider. (laughs) You can't tread on those rollerblades. They're made of people's bones. (laughs) Just watch me, copper. Coming to Fox Kids. (laughs) (laughs) If that made that to the Fox Box, I would die. (laughs) Bone Rider.
1: (laughs) Bone Uh, Rider. Um, yeah. And then they win the daily Bubbles prize. I'm sorry. I can't.
0: <laughs> the it weird part about sense. that is that the, I, in the audio, I swear, I swear, I've heard it like three times and it sounds like they are saying daily bugle and then the piece of paper, they just wrote bugle because legally Spider-Man and Marvel have the daily bugle. So they had to like, just say that it was bugle. I want everyone like how can listening. we get out of this one? Everyone listening, please just
1: say to yourself a couple of times, say "daily bugle <laughs> <laughs> Just do it for me.
0: Yeah, buble. It. It's not even a pun. It's just stuff. no. No. And this is clearly the era before beloved crooner Michael Buble, so it wasn't <laughs> even a reference uh, to our our beloved crooner Michael Buble.
1: And I guess, like we talked about, missing the mark on the potato chip surfboards, they could have made a bugle like a bugle chip joke yeah they could have or rather than go like, daily Bugle,
0: or just like the new york chips or just i don't know just like sure. some kind of like i guess they needed a a town uh you know something that doesn't have the name of a city in it but like you know the tribune but with potatoes i don't know call it something other than the daily buble um anyway, I think yeah, we can weird.
1: I think we can finish this out, but I do wanna I do want to point out that uh it's Rory's birthday and we got him presents, but he actually just sent us a present on the thread. Oh boy. Uh apparently there's a YouTube video that compiles all of the potato head kids' songs.
0: Sixteen minutes of madness. <laughs> God, I'm so I'm not ready to go down that
1: hole. <laughs> oh, I want to watch it. Actually, I think I'm going to put it in the liner notes for this episode. I'm going to link yeah. it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If anybody hates themselves enough to watch it, please do it. <laughs> Just
1: check the episode notes for a, a hot, a hot link. Man, I wish this was a sausage show. Then it that would have been a really good pun.
0: Welcome to the sausage cast. Uh, got some new hot links for you. <laughs>
1: thanks for, thanks for doing that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Any final thoughts, Rory, uh, about Potato Head Kids? And, and, you know, maybe you want to thank Austin for your present. Please thank me.
0: I'm waiting for my kiss.
1: Austin, I don't know if you're going to get a kiss for this one. I you know, I, it doesn't take that much to for me to lube up my smooch moochers for you, but I just don't know if I've got it on this one. I think they're too dry. They're the <laughs> too yeah. many potatoes chapped your your smoocher. Yeah, I I am potato too chapped. Starchy.
0: My these starchy, these starchy got no, uh,
1: <laughs> the salty, the salty potato has made my has made my lips
0: ch- battered and chapped. <laughs> I don't you know? It's really hard to hear. It's really difficult for me to listen to. I'm not going to lie. I mean, where do we go from here, gentlemen? Well, you know? I think
1: we have to just go our separate ways and I think we just have to you know, walk. Acknowledge into the we seat. had a good run. Well, <laughs> it... <laughs> but there's no coming back from Pachato Head Kids. <laughs> this
0: was this was that time we went too far. Those boys this the, the
1: darkest timeline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is, we'll never return to these these darkened shores. <laughs>
1: Do we uh, do we want to do another sponsor?
0: Yeah, let's yeah. go for it.
1: Uh, hey, Austin.
0: Yeah. Yes, Andy.
1: I was wondering if you wanted to tell us all about a super new sponsor that we've got. Uh, it's really exciting to me. Uh, please tell me about Jump Plates.
0: Jump Plates. Oh, man. <laughs> I sure love Jump Plates. And... There's a reason I love jump plates so much, uh, and that's because uh, they're my dad. Jump plates is the name of my dad. Um, after I was orphaned at a very young age, and I was taken in by jump plates. <laughs> it was it was uh, a series of a uh, series of dinnerware that uh, had little legs. <laughs> And uh, this, <laughs> this anthropomorphic dinnerware set uh, had big eyes and a little mustache um, and like a small sweater. And it, it was very, like the Mr.
1: Potato Head of plates. <laughs> it
0: was very kind to me, uh, and uh, you know, he fought off some some street dogs that were attacking me when I was about four or five, uh, freshly orphaned. And uh, Jump Plates took me in. He was wearing hot sneakers because he also plays basketball. Um, And that's kind of his, like, basketball nickname. Like, hey, it's Jump Plates. Be like, (laughs) ready to dunk on this one. Um, These are the things he would say. And so it's coming up and it's Jump Plates, my old father. It's his it's also his birthday soon. Um, And so I thought I would do this little shout out as a way to honor him. So, thanks, Papa.
1: Love you, you
0: you, JP. That brought me so much pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, Rory, you've heard our delicious pranks, and we've (laughs) given you our our sweet tricks and been rascals for your birthday. We've razzed you a little bit. (laughs) We (laughs) We just got to... You're, I you're I bet you just steamed with our, yeah i bet you're I bet you're plump with steam um, so how are you gonna how are you gonna vent that steam how are you gonna how are you gonna cook our gooses uh for, for razzing
1: you? okay, d- dust your dust your goose dude I don't know are we gonna have to do something like make you guys redone I, mean, <laughs> I don't i don't I don't know what whether yeah, recourse that. really justifies having experienced potato head kids there's no <laughs> unlearning learning this this distainted knowledge I've sipped from the dark well and I'm now spoiled
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah it God. was really bad huh <laughs> yeah we might have to read dune andy i don't know no, i don't what sort of penance we can
1: pay i don't know how comfortable i am with that i've gone See, i've been a, the, a big full-fledged nerd for Almost thirty years, and I've never touched Dune.
0: See, here's the thing: we can actually get Rory back, because then he won't be the only person who's read Dune. <laughs> 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 and then he'd be like, um, "Actually," and then that'll just like oh. really grind his goats up.
1: <laughs> grind his goats? My yeah. hackles will be will be thrushed. <laughs> oh man,
0: yeah. I don't know. Well, we're cooking up some 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 sticky treats in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. stay tuned. Down in our no. treat dungeon, <laughs> I don't want anyone to get the the idea that perhaps we a have treat a treat
1: from my dungeon. <laughs> we don't have a dungeon. There is no Saturday <laughs> a morning a treat dungeon. We have a treat dungeon for naughty boys. <laughs> no, <laughs> we no. ripen them cut. up on. Cut. Sweets. cut the
0: show. Just I can cut it. Austin, sign us yeah, out. We we need to do a little sign out as always. Uh, we have a immutable outro that is the same every time um and that same outro that we do every time that i'm about to say is uh is it's it's longer on the way down
1: (laughs) (laughs) good night good night Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to our Saturday Morning Tuesday's Rory's Birthday special. If you're a fan of our weekly plunge into the cartoon graveyard, please subscribe to our show on iTunes and leave a nice review with a hungry man's helping of stars. If you haven't entirely sworn off of social media yet, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we've also got a website at satamtuesdays.com. That's S A T A M Tuesdays.com. Next week's episode, we'll be back to normal, watching episode two of Silverhawks, episode 12 of Sailor Moon, and episode 15 of Digimon Adventure. Special thanks again to our very real sponsors this episode, Jump Plates and Jump Plates. See you next time!